Welcome to your Calm Parenting Toolbox, the podcast for parents who want to get the most out of their kids and themselves. Here's your host, parenting coach, Heather Lindsay. Hello and welcome back to the Calm Parenting Toolbox for 2020. It's been over a year since my last episode and it is wonderful to be back and what a year it has been. I was unfortunately sick for many months last year but I'm healthy and back on board and as for 2020 well it's been a roller coaster indeed. Bushfires throughout Australia at the beginning of the year and at the moment we're experiencing the COVID-19 global pandemic and with all the stress going on there is no better time than to create some new episodes for you to listen to and help you get through this stressful time with your sanity and your relationship with your child intact. I also wanted to say a big thank you to everyone who emails me about how the episodes have positively impacted their families. I really do love to hear your success stories and my email box is always open for questions. So please don't hesitate to get in contact. You can of course find all my details at my website www.blissedoutmums.com.au. And without further ado, let's get started on this episode, which is my five C's process to gentle discipline. No matter how perfect we think our children are, there will always come a time when we have to discipline them. Part of the job of being a child is learning about how they fit into this world, how relationships work and what role they play within them. You know, our kids will get it wrong. It's perfectly normal and healthy. So what our job is as parents is to guide our children to learn the lessons that they need to so that they can grow up to be productive, caring and contributing members of our society. So the question is, how do we do this while remaining to be gentle and respectful parents? So first of all, let's have a look at what discipline is. The language that we use when we discuss children, parenting and the outcomes that we expect and envision for our children is important. The language guides our thoughts and in turn our behaviour. It is essential for all parents to understand the linguistic background of the word discipline. The word discipline from its Latin root means instruction, teaching, learning and knowledge. So therefore, when we are disciplining our children, we must be teaching them and instructing them so that they gain knowledge and learn a lesson. So what about punishment? Don't we have to punish our children when they do something wrong? Well, if you strive to be a gentle and connected parent, then no. Again, referring to the root of the word punish, it means to correct, chastise, take vengeance for, inflict a penalty upon or to cause pain for an offence. And does that sound like gentle, calm parenting? No. The problem with punishment is that our child doesn't learn. No parent wants to be frequently punishing their child. Ultimately, we want our child to learn a lesson so that whatever the behavior or attitude they had, it isn't repeated. And ultimately, that's how children grow and develop. 
So the ultimate question is then, how do we discipline as a gentle parent? So when we use gentle, positive parenting techniques, you know, we strive to be respectful and connected to our child. And the same applies to choosing discipline techniques. And the question I am always asked then is, how can I be gentle when I discipline? And there are three keys to gentle parenting discipline. The first one is to have clear expectations. Each family has their own unique family set of rules, a set of expectations for how members interact with each other, individual behaviours and how personal belongings are handled. Now, you may have sat down in a formal manner and discussed this with your family. I strongly recommend that you do, or you may not have. And regardless of whether you have or have not, it's crucial that you communicate your expectations to your child before they get in a sticky situation when you have to discipline them. And this is why family meetings are one of the most productive things that you can do to communicate those clear expectations to your children. The second key is to focus on positive behaviour. If you want to change the behavior of your child, then stop focusing on the negative and instead focus on the positive. A child needs six positive remarks for every negative correction. The wonderful neuropsychologist Rick Hansen describes how the mind is Velcro for negative experiences and Teflon for the positive ones. And it makes complete sense. I bet that you can remember a whole heap of negative things that people have said to you and far few positive ones. And the same is for children. And the thing is, is that when our children have positive experiences, even of discipline and being taught something, then they're going to want to have more of them. So for example, let's say your kids are fighting a lot and every time they interact nicely, even if it is over the simplest thing and for the shortest period of time, then give them positive feedback for it, a little bit of praise. Something like, it's lovely to see you and your brother play together. Or it was wonderful to hear you ask your sister to play with her Lego before you built that. You know, children want our attention and our praise. So if we give it to them for when they do something positive more than when they do something negative, then they will repeat the behavior that gets the positive reinforcement. The third key is to practice the five C's. So what about in the moment? If we've already set clear expectations and we've communicated these to our child, you know, we've praised them for their positive behavior, what do we do when our child's broken these expectations? We don't just want to let it go. We want to teach them and learn, help them learn. So in order to support you doing this as a gentle parent, I have a technique that I teach my mums called the five C's. And they are calm, contact, connect, correct, and communicate love. So let's go through them. So they're a step-by-step process and just follow them in order. So step one is to remain calm. 
A child and an adult, but specifically in this case, a child does not learn a lesson when they're shouted at. You know, what they do is they hear and they feel the emotion behind your words, but they don't understand the lesson. You know, they may be scared and even enter a fight or flight response. This is their stress response. And in this situation, blood is shunted away from the brain and it's gone to the muscles ready to run away. It's a very primitive response. And it creates a situation that is not conducive to learning. So as parents, one of the best things we can do is to remain calm. Now, if this is something you struggle with, then no judgment. And there are some beautiful previous episodes of this podcast that can help you. And there are also a number of resources at my website. So the second step of the five C's process is contain. And this is an essential step if our child's behavior is impacting others. So, for example, siblings fighting, aggressive or destructive behavior, whether we're at home, wherever at a friend's family house or out in public. Removing our child and ourselves from a stressful situation not only helps keep us and our child to remain calm, but allows our child to more easily hear what we say. So if you have to pick them up and move them away and go into a separate room with them, then that is perfect. Contain the situation in order to move forward. So step three is to connect. And before disciplining and teaching our child, we need to connect with them. Now, it could be simply asking them if they're okay or giving them a hug or perhaps even simply just looking at them in the eyes. And this step is really ensuring that your child knows that you are there for them and with them. You know, don't stand over the top of them, don't point at them or talk to them with your back turned or while you're busy doing something else you know get down on their level sit down and if safe to then be close to them so on to step four correct so this is the step when you are correcting their behavior and the process of communication is not just talking to your child about what they've done wrong It means that you speak to them in order for your message to be heard but understood. So we need to make sure that when we're talking about what's happened, we use clear words and phrases. You know, this is why them understanding what their expectations are beforehand is really good because you can refer back to it. And when we talk to our children about behavior, we must speak about unacceptable behavior when we're disciplining and teaching them because we want them to understand that it's the behavior that is wrong or unacceptable or needs to be changed not them there are no naughty children there are only children who exhibit unacceptable behavior and if we're really not clear about this distinction with our child it can impact their self-esteem because they start to internalize and they feel negative negative about themselves and this negatively impacts their mental and emotional development and when they feel bad about themselves they don't learn how to use a mistake as something positive to change and to grow 
So the final step is step five and this is where we communicate love and the final part of gentle positive parenting discipline is communicating love. Our children cannot hear this enough. You know it really reminds them that even if we're connected to them we're appreciating them and we love them even when they have that unacceptable behavior. You know, children don't understand that when we discipline them or tell them off, that we are doing it from a place of love. We know that, of course, but they don't. They just interpret mummy or daddy getting cranky at them as mummy or daddy not loving them anymore. So as parents, we obviously know this is not the truth, but our kids don't. So it's an absolute must to say, I love you and communicate love to your child. So that's the five step five C's gentle discipline process. But one thing that always comes up when we start to talk about discipline is timeouts. And you might be thinking, why hasn't she mentioned timeouts? Now, the technique of timeout or the naughty corner, a naughty step, it doesn't work. The idea is great, you know, getting our child to learn about what they have done wrong by calming down and thinking about the situation. However, the thing is that a child's brain is actually not set up to be able to understand that process. So let's say a child is fighting with their brother, you know, and the children are four and six years old. So a brief assessment of the situation shows that the four-year-old child is in the wrong, let's say, by snatching a toy and pushing his older brother. So firstly, it's a highly emotionally charged situation for the child. So he's not already thinking straight. You know, the four-year-old has an underdeveloped neurological system and higher reasoning capabilities are just not available at his age. If he is sent to time out to think about what he's done and what he has to understand logically and rationally about the process, what we are asking him to not only know is what he's done wrong, but why it matters what he's done is wrong, how what he's done impacts his brother, how his brother may be feeling as a result of his behavior, what instead he should have done, why he should have acted differently and how to repair the situation. Now, that is a lot for a four-year-old to understand. It is almost impossible that they would be able to process all of that. But if we send a child to time out, that is exactly what we are expecting, the impossible. Instead, all they will understand is that their parent got angry at them, wouldn't help them, yelled at them and put them in the corner or room all alone while they are upset without any love or care. And that's the viewpoint of the child, even though parents do the whole time out process from a place of love. So the opposite, of course, to a time out is a time in. So when you are in that connect stage and correct stage, so that's step three and four of the five C's process, you are going through those questions with your child. You know, what's happened? Why? You know, what's happened is wrong. Alternatives to the situation, how it impacts others, and of course, how to repair any damage that has done. Now, supporters of timeouts say that it works. 
And yet it does in a way because eventually a child will calm down. But what happens is it's because of a mechanism called learned helplessness. Instead of processing the situation when we are there to support them through a time in and that connection, all they do is realize that they have to give up because no one is coming to help them. They don't learn the lesson. And so what this does is it causes a disruption to the child-parent attachment which does have negative consequences for our child's emotional and mental development and can actually cause further behavior problems down the line. Understanding how to discipline children is a huge part of our role as parents. It's not one to be taken lightly. The way we discipline our children, the way we teach and guide them really will shape the adults that they become. And gentle, respectful, positive parenting techniques are proven to have the best outcomes for child and for parent. And utilizing this five C's process gives you a framework to be the best parent that you can be to your child in some of the most difficult and stressful moments of being a parent. So that is the end of this episode and it is great to be back. Now, please don't hesitate to get in contact with me and I'd be very grateful if you could subscribe and rate this podcast through iTunes or wherever you have accessed it. There are further resources about gentle discipline, including the 5Cs process on my website. So please pop over there. The address is www.blissedoutmums dot com dot au and wishing you calm and parenting days thanks for listening and i will see you in the next episode bye